Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Save Our Planet podcast. My name is Lottie DL and today I am chatting to the founders of Good Eddy. Now, Good Eddy is a trailblazing company that is addressing the environmental impact of single-use takeaway cups. Their solution is an edible cup. So literally, you have your coffee or your tea and then you just eat away at that cup afterwards. In this episode, I'm chatting to both of the founders, Catherine Hutchins and Anio Rehebi, to hear all about their mission and the impact that Good Eddie has had to date. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I am so excited to talk all things coffee, being a coffee addict myself, but speaking of, so are Australians. So each year, In Australia, 1 billion single-use takeaway cups are being sent to landfill. So I'm so excited to be chatting to you both today. So how does Good Eddie provide a sustainable and eco-friendly alternative? Very good question. It's kind of take us back to where we started. So when, as you rightly mentioned, in Australia, 1 billion takeaway cups are consumed and majority of them are going to landfill. And when we looked at the options in the market, most of them are lined with plastic, so they create really harmful impact on the environment. And then we have the reusable cups, which are a great option, but the uptake for them has been very, very small. We wanted to create a solution that is totally waste-free and truly sustainable. And the only thing that is waste-free is something that you can eat. So that's how we came up with the idea. And we believe this is the real solution. It is very close to nature. It is convenient for people. And at the end of its life, when even if it ends up in the landfill, there is no negative impact on the environment. So it's really going to basic and uh, looking at how the design elements can be simple, but also really effective and eco-friendly. No, I love it. I think it is so cool and so quirky. We have a couple of your cups that we use in between at halftime of our Brad volunteering sessions. And one of the questions that we get is, what is it made of and how come it doesn't get all soggy and gross and kind of disintegrate in your hands? So how is it durable, eco-friendly? And yeah, what is it made of? What are we eating? So great question. Right from the beginning, we really wanted to make sure that we had all natural ingredients and that we sourced them from local suppliers. So we went with a really simple recipe. We have rye flour, wheat bran, oat bran, a bit of salt, a bit of sugar, coconut oil, and water, and that's it. And where the waterproofing comes in, that's a little bit secret. So it's like the KFC herbs and spices. We keep our recipe and our process a little bit secret so we can tell you a little bit it's a very special baking process which means that we can create that dense wall of the cup which then stops the liquid from leaking out so you can drink your coffee 
and it shouldn't leak. And then afterwards you can eat your cup. It is so cool. And literally like scalding hot tea will sit in there and not disintegrate. I've tested it all because I was a complete skeptic. No offense. I was like, this can't be true. This cannot work. I'm going to have to test this before I put hot beverages in people's hands. So what strategies or kind of initiatives do you have in place to educate and raise awareness about consumers and the benefits of using these cups? Because obviously we've got reusable cups and people know about them, but as you say, the uptake hasn't been that strong. So how are you working to bridge that gap? So obviously, since we started, we are working with a lot of cafes and roasteries. And, you know, our way of communicating with the consumers is to bring this really positive message that sustainability can be fun and exciting. And we pass the same message to all the cafes and partners that we are working with to communicate the same you know, wipe to their uh, customers. It is very easy to use. It's exactly like a takeaway cup, but it is from sustainable material and it doesn't have any harmful impact. So when we work with the cafes, we provide them with, you know, some marketing materials that they can use. Obviously, we have our social channels that we communicate the same message. And also we partner with a lot of corporates and we are present in many events. That also helps many corporates to bring more excitement, obviously, to their events, but make it really waste-free because majority of these events, they have a lot of single-use items, but our cups can be like a really, truly sustainable option that they can have and they can enjoy. So different channels is, of course, our social media, communicating to the cafes and also working with the corporates to pass the message. Obviously, it takes time. Uh, Like uh, we are just turning two years and that exciting. We are in the beginning of our journey, but we really believe this is the future. With everything that has involved, we have created all these different materials and different products, which we really didn't think about what would be the impacts after life, especially. But now we see these trends are changing and everybody's going back to where we were many, many, many years ago. So I think it is a very nice piece of puzzle that is coming back and uh, creating that solution for everybody to enjoy. No, well, happy birthday. That is really (laughs) exciting. So what has been kind of, do you have any stats on the impact that you have had as an organization over the last two years? Yes, we do. We love the fact that the more successful we are, the bigger the impact because our product, our edible cup, is the thing that's creating the impact. So we have now diverted over 200,000 disposable cups away from landfill by replacing them with our edible cup, which is amazing, and we're on track to double that uh, within the next year. So, yeah, it's really cool. We're also right now starting with our plan for scaling up we're quite small at the moment it's quite a manual process and quite handmade but to scale our impact we need to scale our production so we're going to invest in a high capacity line uh, which is going to produce many more cups and that means we can divert so many more plastic line disposable cups away from landfill That is super, super duper 
exciting. Congratulations. What did that kind of investment process or that scale up look like? Like what's, I know you just mentioned that getting the next machine, but how did that happen? How did that come about? What are the processes? Talk me through it. So obviously a big part of it is raising funds and we are right in the middle of that process at the moment. So uh, we're raising the the funds that we need so we're going to do that um, a bit by equity and potentially uh, with some a combination with debt and equity. But it's quite a process, raising funds and looking for investors. So we're working on that at the moment. We've got some exciting things coming up that we can't quite mention at the moment, but um, <laughs> definitely keep your eyes peeled for news from us on that front. And then another huge part of it is about um, designing the line. So with our backgrounds, we have combined over 20 years experience in food processing and packaging and especially particular experience in food processing equipment. So uh, we sort of have the knowledge and the experience that we need to work with our supplier to design our special big cup making machine and cup making line to produce all these cups. So it's about that design and then once we have the funds, we can invest in that. And then it will be about getting that installed, set up and running and um, starting to sell these cups more around Australia and also expanding into other markets so that we can make even more of an impact. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That is so exciting. I can't believe you're saying all of that with a smile on your face. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> there is so much going on. It's because of all the ice cream we just had before starting this podcast. <laughs> just the sugar high that you're riding now, not thinking yeah. about all of the things on your to-do list. That is really cool and really fun because you're based in Melbourne, right? So that's where your production line is and is going to be. Yes, that's exactly right. So we want to do, have our scale-up line in Melbourne, hopefully quite close to where we are right now. Um, we'll keep our small line running as well to make some potentially different new flavors or even a gluten-free option so watch this space as well for that one. Oh that would be good one of the girls in the office is a celiac so she would definitely be very excited if that comes to fruition or when it comes to fruition. So I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of your sales pitch. So when you're going into these cafes, right, you are going in there with this cup that people can eat and you're trying to say, don't buy these cheap single-use plastic coffee cups, plastic lined coffee cups. You should be buying these edible cups instead. I get it. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid and I'm like, yeah, this is the best thing since sliced bread. But what's the response like from them and how are you working with those potentially quite challenging conversations? Yeah, really, it is absolutely challenging, but 
to be honest with you, everybody we talk to, they understand the concept and they really love it. The main challenge is the price. And, you know, cafes and hospitality, they have a very slim margin and we totally understand that. And we have had really good collaboration and partnership with those ones that have a really high focus on sustainability. So for them, the main goal is to have a sustainable operation rather than looking after the margin firstly. But we understand not everybody can afford this. So we have this conversation. Everybody loves the idea. They really want to take it on board, but then they need to make the decision based on the customer base they have and how cost sensitive those customers are to make a decision about bringing this product as part of their operation or not. And that's one of the main reasons why we want to scale up obviously, to bring our price point down, to make it more competitive comparing to the other alternatives that are in the market, and also have a bigger impact. So obviously, this is something that we are working towards. Uh, it might take some time. And uh, we, since the beginning, we had that idea that we need to be in this scale that we can compete with the other alternatives. But yeah, till we get there, we just uh, need to focus with the cafes, roasteries, and events and corporates that they can afford uh, bringing more eco-friendly options as part of their operation. No, I think it's some really interesting points that you raised there. And I'm trying to think from memory what country it was in. Maybe it was in Ireland. And then a couple of years ago, they started charging for the use of single-use coffee cups. So it's kind of like flipping the model around and saying, okay, so if you bring your cup, there's no fee. But if you don't bring your cup and we need to use a cup, then you have to pay for it. And they had a really, really quick uptake on the use of those of reusable cups but I think it's like that reverse model here you are incentivized to make the change often by a cafe offering 50 cents or something like that but if it was to be spun the other way around and kind of saying okay well consumer you're costing us money so let's put it on you it'd be interesting to see that adaption is that something you've heard of before yeah definitely and different ways but Everybody has different strategy based on where they are and how their customer base think. But we have cafes even here that they only have, for example, sit down option or they only sell our cups as a takeaway, which is a fantastic success story. But we really understand not everybody can go through that risk considering having COVID for a couple of years and now inflation. So some are more cautious about making this type of decision but I think eventually with what is happening with the planet and the environmental challenges that we have more and more these things become as a norm and then not only the businesses need to make these tough decisions but also consumers become really more comfortable with having more sustainable or eco-friendly products that they are using on day-to-day basis. No, I completely agree. I think it's all about they might see your coffee cups at one cafe and then the next and the next, and it's just about yeah, raising all of that awareness. So I want to finish this podcast. I normally ask for one actionable thing that our audience can do tomorrow, but seeing as there's two of you, I guess that you can each have a go. So Catherine, maybe if you want to go first, what is one actionable thing that our audience can do tomorrow to save our planet? Well, obviously, I have to say that you need to start using edible coffee cups (laughs) instead of disposable cups, and it's a really easy one. 
<laughs> what we want is we'd love for people to we actually heard the other day from one of our friends that she had seen the lady in front of her take their own good eddy cup into a cafe and ask them to use it and she must have bought it on our website and um, we think that's such a cool example of how um, people are starting to like flip the flip it around the other way and try and put pressure onto the cafes to start uh, like stocking our cups so that's one thing you can do and my second tip would be around when you're at the supermarket just one thing you can do is don't ever buy anything that has uh, like produce fresh produce don't ever buy fresh produce that has any packaging around it especially plastic packaging so as much as you can get that doesn't have packaging, then you're going to be helping to make a really big impact. Go nude. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very simple tip. And obviously that cannot be always achievable, but it's very easy. Whenever you buy something, think local. That by itself has a very positive impact on the decision that you're making and the impact on environment. Think local, buy local, and support local businesses. I love it. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you both so much for coming on the podcast. Happy birthday again, and we look forward to seeing those new flavors hopefully very soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.